0: Welcome, once again, to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 156, recorded live on Friday, June 4th, 2010, and here are your hosts, the man who isn't working today, Dave Play. That's what you think. And the man who knows he's not working today, Andy Lowe. Hi. I thought you weren't working I, I'm not in the lab today, and I'm not teaching today. Yes. But just because I'm not teaching today doesn't mean I'm not working today. I have papers to grade. I have an exam to make. I have a lot of stuff to get done. Would you like some cheese for the wine? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I just had a three-cheese omelet, so I'm good. <laughs> wasn't whining about having to do it. I was just expressing the fact I still have to do it. Sorry, I'm still thinking about the three cheese omelet. Oh, it was t- it was cheddar, Swiss, and Havarti. Hav what? Havarti. Have you never had Havarti cheese? No. Oh, it's good. What kind of cheese is it? It's a uh, uh, mild. Okay. I think. You you think? I think you're eating a cheese that you don't exactly know what it is. Do you know exactly what your cheese is, Andy? I have Swiss cheese, so yes. Okay. Yes, but do you know exactly what Swiss cheese is? It's it's a mild cheese with the bacterial the bacteria <laughs> added to it. I forgot exactly what the terminology is. I'm not a cheesemaker. It's a semi soft Danish cow's milk cheese. It is a table cheese that can be sliced, grilled, or melted. Ah, okay. Has a buttery aroma. Mmm. Butter. I just had most of my eggs are just eggs over easy or sunny side up. Ew. I'm very simple with my eggs. Yeah. The uh I think the best egg dish I've ever had though was two poached eggs over a bed of of uh, spinach with three year old cheddar on top. Mm, a very nice side of bacon. Nicely aged cheddar. Yeah. And and like bacon crumpled and sprinkled on it. Ooh, actual bacon bits. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God, it's so good. My mouth is watering just thinking about this. I had to take a drink of my Coke. Mm. So welcome, everybody, to Random Food Talk. Yeah. We could do a, a whole episode on food, I think. <laughs> I think we have, over the period of the past 155 episodes, most Done likely... a whole episode on yeah. food? Like, just if you combine the various parts? Yes. Is that our April Fool's for next year's, all the stuff about food? That might take some work on my part, to hunt them all That would take a lot of work on your part. I would have to listen to all the episodes and find everything about food. That would not be good. No, that would be days. Right? Yes. Well, 150 divided by 24, yeah, but be a couple days. But you don't need the nine random topic recaps. Well, that's why I was getting rid of some of them. I was also adding some more because we still have 10 months before it's April again. <laughs> why can't it just be April Fool's every month? Uh, no. <laughs> then you wouldn't be able to believe anything you read on the internet. Right. The internet would be all lies. Not too different than it is now. Yeah, not... Not arguing that fact at all. I read it on the internet. Well, that must be true then. (laughs) Oh, God. Logical paradox. (laughs) You read on the internet that everything on the internet is a lie. Ah! Ah. Good times. Sorry, I'm just thinking of the, the fun times on the internet. With lies and cheating and stealing. Lies and cheating and stealing. Do I sense a segue coming up? Um, I wasn't thinking of one. Why do you? No, but that would have been a great one if you had. That's too bad. I don't think we have a topic that would fit that one. Uh, no lies, no cheating. Uh, Nothing about lying or cheating or stealing. Well, we do have one. Actually, a couple for stealing. Okay, which one would you want to hit first? Uh, how about the uh, Pirate Bay? Ah yes, so the saga of Pirate Bay continues on. Yeah, the ongoing saga continues. Yeah, the ongoing saga continues. Stop that. Okay, okay. Oh, stop. I'm I'm stopped. Good. So, basically, a basically year ago, the Pirate Bay. Trial ended and they were found guilty and they were set up with a $6 million fine. Yes. Well, recently somebody actually went and hunted down the debt collectors of this fine and they wanted to know how much they've currently collected. How much have they currently collected? Out of these $6 million, they have collected $30,000. And what is stopping them from collecting the other 570000 Well, somebody told Swedish Radio at one point that we cannot find any assets when there are none. Huh. So these guys are all broke? Like, literally bankrupt? Well, most—yeah, that's what they said. I remember the uh, Peter Sunde said, we can't pay and we wouldn't pay if we could. If I would have the, if I would have money, I would rather burn everything I owned. Wow. Yeah. So, um, out of the six million dollars after a year, it's only been thirty thousand. What a surprise! The music and movie companies find that a meager amount of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, even six million dollars is like a movie. Not even a movie. It's probably the the marketing budget. The lights. <laughs> Not even the marketing budget. See, normally marketing is about 21% of total film cost. So, yeah, it would have to be a movie that costs $60 million to make, which good luck trying to get a regular motion picture to... Feature film. Yeah. But um, what's interesting is that one of the problems the debt collecting agency is saying is the fact that all of the Pirate Bay associates have all emigrated from Sweden. So they're no longer Swedish citizens? No, they they have all officially left Sweden and the debt collector's jurisdiction ends at the Swedish border. Who took them in? I don't know, probably the same place wherever their servers are being hidden, is my wow. guess. That's that's really funny. <laughs> so, so any any stuff they have outside of Sweden? Is theirs? Yeah, they and, and the companies can't touch it. Nope. Cause well, they're... these guys must have had some really good legal advisors. <laughs> like, well, your trial is pretty much screwed. But here's how you can get around it. Yeah. So there's going to be the uh, the appeal of the main trial is going to happen this summer. The guys are off in some hidden location, I guess, wherever their servers <laughs> some <hard-disclosed> are at. Still, host location. Well, none of the, supposedly none of their servers are in Sweden anymore. Yep. So, well, because it's not safe there for them anymore. Yep. So now, I guess that the Pirate Bay still has another last laugh. They're like, "Oh, you're going to find us six million? Okay, okay, bye. we won't pay. <laughs> bye, <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Which is, I mean, terrible and illegal and morally wrong, but still funny. But still very funny. Oh, <sighs> good times. All right, that's twice. What's going on over there that you're doing the good times stuff? I'm drinking the Coke. You're drinking the Coke? Yes. And the Coke brings out good times? Yes. Didn't we have someone on who was their pet peeve? Was that Tony? No, I think it was... Was it Oz? (laughs) Might have been Oz. Where good times was was like his pet peeve when people just like said good times. Whoever it was, I'm sorry for Andy's (laughs) continual use of good times. We should get them back on. We should. It's been a while. Yes. We were going to have a guest this week, but now he's moved to next week. Yes. And then, hopefully... There were were difficulties. Yes. Next week should be interesting. Yes. But this week is interesting, too. Yes, because it's full of topics. It's always interesting on (laughs) RAPodcast.net. Wow, that was old school. I'm not going to let that one drop. Okay. So, this one's kind of interesting. The... Killers movie is coming out, I think is it coming out today? I don't remember when it's Or The Killers. Um The Killers is a movie with oh. Katherine Heigel and Aston Kutcher. Okay. And there's a guy mowing the lawn outside my window. Okay. Um but the reviews are not allowed to come out until today. We're recording this on June fourth. It premieres today. No one was allowed to even see the film ahead of time. Really? Let alone publish reviews about it. That is uh, something I hope that doesn't catch on. So they're they're having a courtesy screening for critics this morning. So basically, if you're out on the West Coast, most likely they just finished watching it. So the reviews should be up in like an hour? Yes. But the, the logic being that fans of... Um, the the fans will go see the movie and decide for themselves whether or not the movie is worthwhile rather than listening to the reviews, and then they will write about it on Twitter and Facebook. Hmm. Yeah, I really hope this doesn't catch on. Yeah, I, I really don't either. We want to capitalize on the revolution in social media by letting audiences and critics define this film concurrently. In today's socially connected marketplace, we all have the ability to share feedback instantly around the world. In keeping with the spirit, Lionsgate and filmmakers want to give the opportunity to moviegoer audiences and critics alike to see killers simultaneously and share their thoughts in the medium of their choosing. See, but critics actually know what they're talking about. Yes. And are, in fact, paid to know what they're talking about. Yes. Now, I I generally take like, friends' reviews far more seriously than critical reviews. But at the same time, <laughs> it's it's really good to know if a critic comes out and says, it really sucked. I mean, like, this was the worst movie I've ever seen. I don't want to go drop $10 to go and see this thing. I'll wait for a second run. I'll wait for it to come out on video, and I'll, I'll judge it for myself then. But, ah... <laughs> This is not cool. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, they'll have it congruently, and it's like, well, okay, so everybody will go see the movie right away, I think it's shit, so your opening weekend will be great because we'll go to it because they, yeah, fall off a cliff. Yeah, that's and the 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 other side of that is that critical reviews are the best free publicity you're going to get. Yeah, I, I mean, like you 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 pay nothing and every major paper writes about your movie. <laughs> Paramount Pictures similarly refrained from showing critics GI Joe Rise of Cobra last year, saying so, it wanted regular folks to define it and said, "You know what I what I see when they say that?" Yeah. This is what I see. We know our movie sucks and we're hoping that we can keep it from the critics so that they can't tell you it sucks so that you can go and at least see it once. <laughs> That's what I read. Paramount also acknowledged the decision was driven by the disparity between the overwhelmingly negative reviews of Transformers, negative reviews Transformers received earlier that summer, and its domestic gross of over $400 Yeah, but that's because it was Transformers. (laughs) Yeah. That was the uh, the brand carrying the movie. But then it comes to the point where it comes back to the argument of how much do critics really matter matter it was like the thing i kept on pointing out with the with the numbers where we get things were really crappy games like some of the spider-man games were still the number one selling game that month even though the game was crap and every single video game critic was saying the game is crap yep people still went out and bought it anyway yep but i'm willing to bet most of them didn't enjoy it yeah i need to turn my phone's ringer off that would be a good idea. There we go. I should put mine in my holster so it automatically goes to vibrate. Yours goes to vibrate when it gets put in a holster? Yeah. Sweet. When it gets when it gets taken out of the holster, it automatically starts to ring like normal. But when it's in the holster, all it does is vibrate. That's really cool. I know. Hey, are you picking up the uh, the, the Slide 3G? Not at the moment because okay. I'm not sure exactly what the hell is happening on June 19th. Nobody knows There's what's happening. something happening on June 19th? Yes. The, For T-Mobile? Yes. A week ago, Engadget got their hands on the MyTouch slide, basically the, the internal memo about the MyTouch slide. And in that memo, it had a calendar of the what's going to happen and when. And on June 19th, it stated in big capitalized letters, stay tuned, this will be big. Sure. So the T-Mobile stores will actually be opening two hours early that day. So what is going on that day? And nobody knows. And so I don't want to, like, if something big is going to happen that day. The 19th is a Saturday? Yes. Huh. It would be really funny. It it won't happen because it it can't. But if it were an Apple product... Oh the iPhone on T-Mobile. When's the the WWDC? Uh, I'm not sure. It's soon. June 7th. All right. So that's that's probably not it. Cuz that would be really funny if the iPhone came out on T-Mobile. Actually it wouldn't. I'd cry because my network would die. I enjoy having a, a good, steady connection to a 3G network. The possible announcements that are currently floating around for WWDC is mm-hmm. the iPhone OS 4. Yeah. Mac iPhone th- hardware 4. Yeah. Not the iPhone 3G 4. That would be confusing. <laughs> um, a new Mac Pro with a 27-inch display. Oh, God. Ooh. It'd be a very pretty display. But probably also very expensive. Yeah. Um, cloud-based iTunes. Hmm. That would be good for them. But yeah, A new Apple TV or Mac yeah. OS Just, ten point seven. Because Google is catching them with their pants down <laughs> with Google TV. So yeah, let's see going to be. But nothing about T-Mobile or new carriers. Or- nope. Well, there is the 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 uh sidekick Oh, the um, bas- the high end QWERTY keyboard basically phone. the uh, isn't it like the g1 meets like a slide phone or no uh it's it's more like the nexus one meets the sidekick oh okay hmm so high end phone june 19th huh yep june? i wonder if i could stop by the t mobile store and just see like i'm, I'm thinking about buying another phone should I wait for June 19th? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. That would be so cool. Oh, man. Think about that. Okay. So. Because my, my contract's almost up. It's up in like November? So I could probably get an upgrade and a contract extension at this point. Ah. All right. Anyways, I'm, you were about to say something about E3? I'm just thinking of the the fact that okay, so you got WWDC coming up, you've got E3 coming up, you've T-Mobile's mysterious event. Yeah, when's E3? Uh, well, that actually is a little bit up in the air, especially since let's see, um, up in the air. Well, um, what? (laughs) E3 is supposed to happen between fifteenth and the seventeenth of June. Except Microsoft's big announcement is going to be on the 13th and the 14th. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Microsoft is preempting E3? Yes. Uh, uh, Okay. Yep, the, the official E3 show starts on Tuesday, but Microsoft's keynotes are going to be on Sunday, June 13th, and June 14th. Oh, okay. Project Natal on the thirteenth, and the media briefing on the fourteenth. Are these like going to be broadcast? Well, yeah, everything. I mean, it's it's. Easy. I was just saying, like maybe it's a, a private reveal, and then they'll they'll do the the broadcast keynote on the fifteenth. Nope, it's thirteenth and the fourteenth. Sony's doing their keynote on the fifteenth, and Nintendo hasn't announced when their keynote's going to be yet. Wow, so yeah, it's now going to be a week long extravaganza, Wow, all right, so the thirteenth is a Sunday, yes, so we won't be able to report on that until the eighteenth, which means people won't hear about it till the twentieth twenty yep. first yep, wow, I know that's not helpful. So there's going to be an episode that comes out on the 14th that's going to have, unless you record, on the 13th. Right. Which doesn't give you, like, any time. No, especially if it's an afternoon thing out on the West Coast. Yep. Oh, damn you, Microsoft! <sighs> so we've got the T-Mobile thing, the Apple thing. E3. E3. <laughs> Anything else? I mean, it is con season. It is? Convention I thought, season? I thought that was normally during the uh, spring and fall. It, it's all summer long. It's con season. Oh, okay. So what cons are going on? Uh, <laughs> Phoenix Comic Con just ended. Okay. I don't know what's next. <laughs> it's con <laughs> season. What's going on? I don't know. I just know it's con season. Let me hang on. Um, when is? That's usually in late fall, isn't it? Yep. Yep, yeah, yes. you don't even know what it is. That most of them are going to be fall. SakuraCon was April 22nd twenty four. 24th. PAX East was spring. PAX West is fall. Prime. PAX West is fall. Gen Con is fall. Phoenix Comic-Con was last week. Wootstock 2.2 is in two days. Wootstock 2.3 is on the 7th. Wootstock? Is that like a bunch of bands getting together to play the Off theme? That would be really funny, but I doubt it. (laughs) Hey, we already know that at least one marching band can play it, so there's got to be music out there. There was a marching band that played the Off theme? Yeah. um, Oh, I forgot what website it was. I think it was a website sort of like Woot, but it does watches. And so Woot was... Because their anniversary is on my birthday. So, um one of the other sites hired a high school marching band to go over to the Woot headquarters and just play the Woot off theme. That's really funny. Kineticon is July 9th through the 11th. Comic-Con in San Diego is July 21st through 25th. Okay, so there's Comic-Con. Gen Con is in the summer, August 5th through 8th. No, August is not summer. August is most definitely summer. It is not summer. August is starting to be fall. Andy, what is the start date for fall? Um. (laughs) Go, go, Google. First day of fall, September 22nd? Yes. Well, crap. Yes. (laughs) Man, we really don't have much fall or spring where we live. (laughs) We have summer and winter. We're in Michigan. It's winter nine months of the year, and then it's summer. (laughs) And then it's winter again. Right. Okay, so speaking of phones trying to get back onto something here. So the other thing that it could be for T-Mobile that I hope it's not, it doesn't make any sense that it would be given that they're opening stores early. Opening stores early, it's got to be some sort of hardware release. Yeah, But it could coincide with falling into step with AT&T as AT&T makes the Absolute worst decision for a customer, best best decision for a business. And they are scrapping their unlimited data plans. Mm -hmm. Well, if you are already an AT&T customer and you already have... With, With an unlimited data plan already. Yes. You can keep it. June 7th is the last day you can do that. And you'll never be able to change your plan. No. But everyone else... Everyone else will now be on a pay-by megabyte. Well, gigabyte. Okay. Still pay by a byte period. Yes. So there is the the unlimited plan was $30. The new plans, there is a $25 a month plan, which offers up to 2 gigabytes of data. Um, And then there is the $15 a month option that offers 200 megabytes of monthly data. Which AT&T puts it as 1,000 emails without attachments, plus 150 messages with attachments, plus 400 web page, plus about 20 minutes of streaming video. Okay. Well, for, wait, 20 minutes of streaming video? Yes. Yeah, that's not a lot. That's like an episode of a TV show on YouTube. But that's also 1,000 emails, plus 150 messages, plus 400 right. web pages. Okay, so plus. it's like 30 minutes of streaming video. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, no. Or, you know, what if I stream Pandora? Well, this is also just over the cellular network. So if you're streaming Pandora over Wi-Fi, it's not going to matter. But what if I don't have Wi-Fi? What if I'm streaming over a cellular network? Then you either have the $25 2-gigabyte plan or the $15 200-megabyte plan. Mm. If you go over the 200-megabyte plan, you can get another 200 megabytes for another $15. Or you can jump up to the 2 gigabyte and, and then move back down to the 200 megabyte next month. And at and will charge you $10 for an additional gigabyte over your 2 gigs. For each extra gigabyte. Yes. Yeah. I am I hope this does not pan out. This is, like, really shooting themselves in the foot, though. With iPhone losing more and more ground to Android devices... <laughs> Why would I get an iPhone with a limited connection on AT&T when I could get an Android device, which can do just about anything the iPhone can, with an unlimited data plan on another company? Ah, uh, um, Because you can tether your iPhone now? Okay, I can tether my Android. In fact, that's built into the newest operating system. Both Not I- only is it tethering, but it is a Wi-Fi hotspot. Oh, they finally built that in? Yeah, that's in a uh, Froyo. Nice. And unlimited data plan. <laughs> for $30 a month. Right. As opposed to $25 a month for two gigabytes? I, I, <laughs> oh, wow. Side note, I'm reading through the article, to tether your iPhone to your <laughs> computer, you'll fork over $20 a month extra yeah. to tether. Just for the ability to tether. <laughs> I can, this is not nickel and diming anymore. No, this is 10 and 20 bucking. Bucking? Uh, dollaring? AT&T is bucking you? Uh, they will be if they're not careful. AT&T is going to buck you over? <laughs> <laughs> bucking you in the rear? Oh, man, it was oh. Yeah, it just... Ah. I hope it's not a trend. I just hope. Yeah, well, hope strongly because the other ones will probably follow suit because they'll see it as an opportunity to make money. Which is why I'm glad I have an unlimited data plan already. So I can just get Grandfather Dan. Really sucks for all the people who bought the, the 3G iPads. Mm-hmm. With the promise of an unlimited data plan, which is now gone. Because <laughs> they aren't on a contract. What can you do? Not get an iPhone or an AT&T phone? Yep. But we'll see what happens in... Wrong mouse. Oops. So, Patrick Stewart, I always thought he already was knighted. Uh, you know, I was never sure if he was or wasn't, but I'm sure now. Yes. It is very... He is now knighted. He is now... Sir Patrick Stewart. So we have Sir Ben Kingsley, we have Sir Ian McKellen, and Sir Patrick Stewart. So I'm just thinking Patrick of Patrick my... Stewart. I like this. Sir Patrick is best known for his roles in Star Trek and X-Men. <laughs> to say nothing <laughs> about his time as a Shakespearean actor. Or the time him and Ian McKellen were play, were uh, acting and waiting for Godot. Oh, man, that had to be fantastic. I was was not a fan. I read the the play because we had to do it for Senior Sem. Mm -hmm. But I could see those two. Just if they could riff on it a little bit, I could see it. It might work. But I'm not sure how well Patrick Stewart can riff. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. Side Uh, note, I am loving BBC America now because they're doing all the Star Trek The Next Generation shows on, like, all the time. Really? Yes. Sweet. I wonder if that's in celebration of Patrick Stewart being knighted. I don't know. Maybe they just got the rights to it. Yeah. So, congrats to him. My hat off to you. Yeah. So, Google Chrome is going to be coming in the fall? Uh, no. Google Chrome OS. Oh, this is the Google OS that's supposed to be coming out. Yes, the operating. This is Google stepping up to the plate and trying to play with the big boys. Is that going to work on my computer? Uh, is you know, a, probably. Is, is there a way to find out if it will work on my computer? Um, well, since it's based on the Chrome browser, can you get Chrome to run on your computer? Yes. Then probably. I just, I don't know how this is going to work. Because most of the stuff is basically all about connecting to the web. Right. But, you know, can I install... Guild Wars or WoW or StarCraft 2 on Chrome OS? I, I don't know. Or Red Alert or... I mean, like... Uh, <laughs> Launching a new operating system is not easy. No. No, it isn't. Uh, the operating system is based on Linux and will only run on specifically designed hardware. What? What? Yep. Where do you see this? It was quoted in a Wired article. Do you want me to link it? Um, November 2009. All right. It's been seven months. I I think that they are planning to release this as a personal computing operating system. If you're wrong, I'm going to laugh. That's fine. We never bet on it. (laughs) What was our last bet? We had one recently. I don't remember. The, the last one was the Blu-ray drive on the Xbox 360. No, no, no. There there was something else, wasn't there? Oh, well. I don't know. I don't know. Might have been Cataclysm coming out. I think it I, might I have it been. been. I'm, I'm not sure. sure. I said December 7th. I still say December 7th. Yeah. The, all they have is the Google Chrome web. Uh, yeah, they, they aren't going to have a public page for it yet. Damn. Damn. I don't know. I've always been a fan of trying out something other than Windows XP. It's, it's called start- Windows 7. I know, but I would have to go buy one. And yes. That's expensive. Yes. Are they still doing that whole Windows 7 for like- students? Yeah. Yes, but it's a little more pricey. At one point, it was down to like $60. I think it's up to 90 No, I think at one point it was at $30. 6495 now. Okay. Yeah, That's it was it bad. was down to 40. That's when I bought it. There's it a workaround 40. where students can gain access to Windows 7 Professional for $19? Really? How old is $19? this $19? How old is this website? I don't know. I'm waiting for it to load. While it's loading, I will tell you that in the month of June, yes. If you go to Barnes & Noble, yes, and buy a nook, yes. They will give you, or so is advertised, a $50 Barnes & Noble gift card. Huh. So, how much will it cost then? Well, it, it costs the same amount. You just get $50 to spend. <laughs> oh, you know what I just thought of? What? Sorry. Um, your The link on your Gizmodo link has up at the top, WWDC10. What item did we forget about during the rumors? The tablet? The new iPhone. No, I said iPhone hardware 4. Oh. The fourth gen iPhone. I said that. I thought you were talking about the OS 4. No, you had said the OS, and then I said the the iPhone hardware 4. Okay, moving back on to this thing. So how much will it cost then? It'll cost the same. (laughs) It will cost the same, but you'll get a $50 gift card, which you can use to buy an actual book at Barnes & Noble. Or the electronic books on the store. Or an actual normal book. Yes, but if you just bought a Nook, why would you go and buy a book? I I don't know. Neither do I. (laughs) So it comes with a $50 Barnes & Noble gift card. Oh, this—the whole thing for getting Windows Seven for nineteen dollars is broken now. So. Okay. Well, By broken, you mean fixed so that you can't do it? Yes. So it's ah. still Windows Seven for sixty-four bucks. So. Okay, it's not still bad. not bad for a yeah. new operating. System. It's Home Premium. Well, most of the stuff I—what what do I need out of the professional version? I'm not going to encrypt my hard drives. huh. I'm just making a point, saying that it's it's Home Premium. Okay. It's not that it's, it's like, uh, basic. Yeah. Okay, so we have a finite amount of self-control. That's what researchers are finding. This was a really cool study, and there's a great video explaining it. Uh, put very loosely, people were, were put in a room, sitting at a table, and on the table was a bowl of cookies, fresh baked cookies, and a bowl of radishes. <laughs> it's a horrible control group. To, or not... Uh, It wasn't really a a control group so much as it was group A was told that they could eat the cookies and not to eat the radishes. And group B were told to eat the radishes and not the cookies. And then the researchers walked out of the room. So the idea is that there's the temptation to not follow directions and steal a cookie. right? And the, the people who were allowed to eat the cookies in the first place, I mean, there's no great temptation to eat a radish. So the researchers come back into the room after these people have been forcing themselves not to eat the cookies. And then they are given a geometry problem that's actually impossible. Uh, it's, It's tracing a shape without lifting your pencil, that kind of thing. And the people who were allowed to eat the cookies kept working on the problem for twice as long before giving up. The people who were told to not eat the cookies and eat the radishes would only work at it for, like, half the amount of time that the other group did. And they got irritable very, very quickly. So they, they used up all their self-control. By to, not eating the cookies. By not eating the cookies so that... Well, what happens if they eat, the people who eat the cookies are happier and more contempt? and they're just that's that's kind of the point is why are they happier well because they didn't have to use their self control (laughs) or they just ate some freshly baked cookies or they just ate fresh baked cookies (laughs) I mean you come home what puts a smile on your face if I just came up to you and go hey I just baked you some fresh baked gluten free cookies I would be very happy I'd also be a little concerned that you were at my home well, I can get into your building, get into your apartment. Uh, Actually, you could probably get into my apartment pretty easily. Probably. Uh, if nothing else, you could call Laura because she has a key. Or Bri. Bri doesn't have a key anymore. Oh, damn. That was going to be my way in. Laura has the key. <laughs> I know, but Laura has a greater chance of talking to you. Oh, I don't know. if you If you told Laura that you wanted to come into my apartment to bake me cookies... And have them ready for me when I got back from work. I'm sure she'd let you in and not mention it to me. I'm, I'm getting a shrug, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Laura will do that. No. Oh, wait. She's saying no. Maybe, uh, she's, she's, she wants to know if she'd get to eat the cookies. Well, they're gluten-free cookies because I'm baking them for you. So Right, but that doesn't prevent her from eating them. <laughs> well, how much would she want gluten-free cookies? She she does eat gluten-free cookies. Well, okay then. Then she can have some of the cookies that I have not actually made yet. Then she'd keep it a secret. Okay. <laughs> I'd be lucky if there were any cookies left when I got back, though. Whatever. Because all you know, it could be, though, is I would bake the cookies and I would say, no, you can't have any cookies. So she, she would use up all her self-control on not eating the cookies and then... And well, then she'd be all irritable when I got home? Thanks, Annie. No, no. She w- she wouldn't have the self-control to not tell you that I'm there baking cookies. Ah, that's that's a good point. That you wouldn't have the, the self-control not to tell me because you've spent all your self-control on not eating the cookies. Oh, this, like is eating fun- puzzle <laughs> this is a fun... Yeah, I kind of like this one. But anyways, it's I thought it was a very interesting topic, uh, especially when you apply it to... Online games and addiction. Are you saying that you should feed gamers cookies (laughs) instead of radishes? No, gamers are already, as as a general population, and it's a terrible stereotype, a bit out of shape and not the healthiest eaters. No, no, they're not. There was actually an article I was thinking about putting out here, but I didn't, saying that the U.S. Navy was thinking about adding Wii Fit and DDR to its boot camp. Oh man, I would kick ass <laughs> in the navy. You just you could just Isn't there literally a song on DDR that's in the yeah, navy? it's in the navy. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, it'd be perfect. I got pretty good at that one actually. I think I did and too at one point. It, it's one of the the galloping ones where yeah. it's da 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 da. When I started doing the the Beethoven one followed by in the navy. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Right. So anyway, <laughs> Batman Arkham Asylum was a great game. I still haven't played it. Oh, you need to get the game and play it. How much is it at GameSpot? Stop. That's what I hate. There's, there's a game Stop and there's a game spot. They're exactly Yes, what the, is a review site? I know, but the letters are exactly the same. There's just three of them in a different order. Yes. Two of them in Two, a different order? You're right, because the O is in the middle. There are two of them. The the O hasn't moved. (laughs) There are two. Three. three. (laughs) (sighs) But uh, Arkham Asylum was a great game. I enjoyed it very much so. Especially since it had most of the voices from the animated series. Which included... Mark back to your childhood. Yes. Which included Mark Hamill, Luke in case people don't know, did the voice of Joker for the entire run of the series. He also did the voice of the fairy and Darksiders. Yes, but th- this is not about the, the fairy and Darksiders. No, this is about the Joker. Yes. Twelve Mark years Hamill. he did this job. and at one He actually th- probably got much more from this than he ever did from Luke. Most likely. But he actually, they, uh, when he first started doing the Joker, they're like, you know, we're not going to be able to pay you what you expect. And he's like, look, I don't care. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> I'm I'm it turns out Luke is a big comic book nerd. Who would have known? You mean Mark? Yes. Mark, Luke, Luke, Mark. They're the same thing when he's not the Joker. <laughs> he's probably my favorite joker overall. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Over Jack Nicholson. So you have the Jack Nicholson, you have the Heath Ledger, and then you have Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. I, I mean that's tough competition. Yeah, I know. Heath Ledger did a really creepy joker. Yeah. And Jack Nicholson's just amazing, but I think Mark Hamill just he got it. Like the, the whimsical, carefree sociopath that the Joker is. And that laugh. Oh, Oh, we. I, I should, I'm pretty sure it wasn't just in the Batman animated series because there were a couple crossovers between Batman and Superman, and then they did the Justice League. Yeah. And any time the Joker showed up in those, it was Mark Hamill. Yeah. Well, he. Um, there was also the, the Batman animated movie. Yep.
1: Mask, Mask of, of the, the Phantasm. Phantasm.
0: And the uh, sequel with the Mister Freeze. Yeah, but the sequel didn't have Joker. You're right, it didn't. But, um, he originally actually didn't want to do the, uh, the Arkham Asylum because he wanted to go out on a high note. Yeah. And so, um, but they got Kevin Conroy and Paul Dinney to come back, which is basically... And so he came back, too. Yeah. He's like, well, everyone, you know, the old team's getting back together. Why not? The old band. <laughs> so he There's decided... It's reunion tour. <laughs> so he decided to come back, but now, uh... Now, they uh, he was kind of uh, apprehensive about coming back for the sequel because he wanted to go out on a high note. Well, supposedly there is something, he knows exactly what's going to happen in the sequel, but he's not allowed to say. Mm-hmm. But he's coming back to do the sequel, so he thinks now it's going to be even going out on a bigger high note than Arkham Asylum was. Wow. But he said, after this, after the next game, he's, <laughs> done. he's done. He's put on a lot of weight. Yes. Yes, he has. He's also old. Well, yeah. Actually, he's not really that old. No, but he's not that boyish. He's not Luke Skywalker anymore. No, not anymore. Turns out he's he's actually going to be directing another comic book movie, uh, The Black Pearl. Cool. So, I think it's actually a comic book that he wrote, Mm, if I can uh, remember correctly. Go, go, Wikipedia! (laughs) No, I don't care about the black pearl from Pirates of the Caribbean. I want the other black pearl. Dave, uh, also side note, Batman Arkham Asylum pre owned is thirty two dollars at GameStop. I saw. So maybe when I finish my class, so I've got time and I can just sit down and play through the thing. Okay. I still haven't finished Final Fantasy thirteen, I still haven't finished GTA four. I have an unopened copy of Mirror's Edge over here that I got for like seven bucks. Yeah, Black Pearl comic was written by Mark Hamill, and now cool. he's going to be directing the movie based on his own comic book. Ooh. Might have to go see that. I have StarCraft Two coming out. <laughs> Speaking of StarCraft Two, nice segue. Yeah, there you go. Picked up on that one, didn't you? Yep. So there was... See? Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. No, go Describe the... No, describe the article. Okay. So there was the history of Ubisoft and their horrible DRM system saying that you must be connected to the internet at all times, otherwise the game will not work. And then the DRM servers went down, and so the game didn't work. So StarCraft is kind of panning that whole um, very strict DRM use. All right, first off, what definition of panning are you using? Because I actually had never heard this definition before. It's a bad review of... Critic the critic is panning the movie. The critic panned the play. Pan. It's a it's a bad thing. Okay. It's like if somebody gave us a one star review on iTunes, that would be they're panning our podcast. Yeah, but you know what? We'd actually have a review. <laughs> I uh oh, you are not paying attention, my friend. We have reviews? We have a review. We have a review. Are yes. you the review? No. Okay. So, ha, Do have a review.: Yes, you are so not paying attention. Why would I pay attention to that?: Because <laughs> it's our podcast.: How many stars did we get? You'll have to go and look.: I'm, I'm booting th- up my desktop that has iTunes on it, so I can go <laughs> and look. Well, ha! Jeez. Forums go down, Dave doesn't notice. We oh, get... I know the forums are down. Well, yeah, I know you know the forums are down now. I had to point out to you that the forums were breaking and now are officially broken. Okay. okay. But the, um, Starcraft 2 requires the one-off activation at the very beginning. And For single-player mode. Yes. Multiplayer, you still have to connect. Yes. But you have to connect anyway to play multiplayer. Well, no. Oh, except for the out. yeah, the whole land thing. But that's all, I don't want to beat that horse. It's already dead, dead, and it's bleeding on yes. the ground with spit in its eye, squeezing the blood out of the uh, fossilized bones. So, anyways, uh, Blizzard is, is is saying DRM is. Uh, are they saying it's dead or dying or a bad idea or? Because, I mean, they've got their own DRM. Yeah, they have battle.net. Right. So I, I'm but there's, eh. kind of put off by them saying that it's, it's a losing proposition. They, they're saying that DRM for them is a losing battle. They're saying we don't want to waste the resources and the time and the money on developing anti-piracy technology. When if, we could just put that uh, into making a better game, which yes. would make more people want to buy it in the first place. Yes. Okay. It's also worth noting Blizzard is sitting in a position where at least for the next several years they never have to worry about money again now, granted the wow subscription numbers have kind of plateaued, but cataclysm hasn't come out yet, so they might get another kick back up again after that, right, but right yeah right now they they don't have to worry about money at all, not one bit, okay, next topic, Zanga. Another company that doesn't need to really worry about money. No. Um, So they had their deal with Facebook for five years. Then they did a deal with 7-Eleven to promote the Facebook games in 7-Eleven stores with Slurpees and all that sort of stuff. Mm, Excuse me. And now they have just announced a deal with Yahoo. So you'll be able to play your Farmville and such on Yahoo now. Hmm. This is probably getting away from the whole Facebook is trying to own everything. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, we did deal with you guys. We'll just do a deal with Yahoo now, too, and spread our games everywhere so there'd be 600 million people playing. Holy crap, five stars. Oh, look, somebody finally read a review. Two out of two listeners found this review helpful. Are you going to make that three out of three? It is now three out of three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yay, people reviewing us. Other people should follow suit. Yes. And add reviews. Yes. Because the more reviews, the more listeners. The more listeners, the more clout. The more clout, the better guests we can pull on. Exactly. And the better guests, the better episodes. Sure. Well, I mean you can't really get much better than Andy and I, but <laughs> So this next topic is a kind of a short one, but it's basically the idea of how there is actually no universal ebook standard and the publishers are now pushing for that. Well the publishers should sit down and come up with one and then just submit it to the i s o My thought was isn't pdf kind of a universal no well pdf is universal but it 's not a good ebook standard oh because it 's all images i'm guessing it's well there there is o c r but it's not it 's not made for the purpose of ebooks. So, certain things that you'd want to have available in an ebook, you might not be able to do easily with PDF. Beyond that, Adobe might not want to let PDF go open like that. <laughs> Plus, that uh, whole flash I, I on the iPhone for, thing. Yeah, I think they're looking for an open standard. Which currently is non existent, which is most likely stifling the industry. Right. Because if I buy a whole bunch of ebooks on the kindle and then i get an ipad i can't can't. connect the two no which sucks of course with drm no matter what format it's in you probably still wouldn't be able to connect it to yeah but wait doesn't the ipad have a kindle app i'm not sure i think so so maybe there is a way to connect the two but kindle for iphone okay okay so kindle and the sony ebook reader Okay. Those I can't connect. Right. I'm doing a whole like arm motion here too, but you can't see it. No, I can't. So that 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 needs to be fixed, I think, before ebooks really Yeah, so they're looking for, for a new format? Yeah. A new standard? Yes. Okay. Or just a standard at any point. Yeah. So tell me about uh, who who is a Sotomayor? No, this is Sandra. It says Sandra Day O'Connor and the link. I'm not looking at the link. Oh, okay. But yes, Sandra Day O'Connor is actually giving props to video games to help with education. So she's saying children are already spending 40 hours a week in front of a screen of some kind. Why can't we get them to learn something while they're playing games? Hmm. And she quotes some tests and other things like this. It seems like she's just... I guess promoting her uh little free program that she's promoting. She has a free program of some I haven't actually watched the whole interview because it's video, so I'm not a big fan of video on the internet, but that's just me. Mm. Um but yeah, that she said that no child left behind wasn't working as great, but now if we can get help games then they help people, so she's giving props to video games. Huzzah! Woo. Only some games, though. Hey, let's let's yeah. be careful yeah, here. Okay, so educational. You know, if we talk about you know Rockstar. <laughs> those are not educational games. <laughs> this is how you run over a cooker <laughs> and take your money back. Yes. Did you see the? Uh, do you read Monday Night Crew? Uh no. Uh, I I've read it for a while. One of the uh, the. The basically the guy in charge was an Omega Not the same yeah, year I that's, was. I, that's how I remember the name. I have the Monday Night Crew cup holder. So, if you go to Comic Two Ninety, which was May Twenty First, it is the gaming FML. It's as if uh, video game characters were to do uh, the website FML. Okay. And so one of them is, today I serviced a guy in a back alley. When he finished, he ran me over with his car and took back the money he just paid me. (laughs) Oh, good times. Today, after spending the better part of my morning lighting candles in the main parlor hall and staircases, some fuckhead with a whip came through and broke them all. Castlevania? Yep. Nice. Oh, and I, I have to say, yet again... Super Mario Crossover. If you guys haven't played it, is so fun. Andy reminded me of Castlevania, <laughs> like so ridiculously fun. Okay, random topic. Random topic. I just realized we haven't rolled uh, ahead of time. Uh, what do we need? I've got my dice, like right next to me. Uh, well, it's five. Uh, all right. I'll roll a D ten and divide by two. Okay. Let me uh, just dig through my bag and try and find a D10. Oh, man, we're going old school. D8. There's a D10. Old school. A one. So, one. (laughs) Body glitter. Son of a bitch. Did I say one? I meant six. (laughs) So, three. (laughs) Body glitter. Body glitter. Damn it, Dave. I... (laughs) I had the whole random number, and you're like, no, let me roll. And I'm like, okay. What was your random number? Three. Oh, okay. <laughs> Body glitter. We'll get it out of the way. Twilight. <sighs> Do you know, by the way, the – I don't remember if I've mentioned this on the podcast. The two most popular names for babies now is Edward and – Oh, Nope. It's Bella and Jacob. Oh. <sighs> What a surprise. That is ridiculous. Now, hold on. I'm yeah. moving it all on my offline list. Body glitter. Oh. The, I remember um, back in high school, everybody was all about the body glitter. Mm-hmm. That, who was I talking to It said, like, you could tell whose was whose date because of the, the you could just match the body glitter that rubbed yeah. off on the guy comparing it to when the did, girl. When did Twilight come out? Well, the books or the movie? The books. I don't know. Hang on. For other uses, see Twilight disambiguation. Twilight novel, uh, two thousand and five. Okay. I'm on Wolfram. Okay. And I'm I'm looking at the name Bella because it tells you the uh, the rate yeah that the name was used, and it's like non-existent from the 1930s on until 2000. <laughs> And then it just starts going right up. Wasn't there, um, wasn't Beauty and the Beast, wasn't one of her names Bella or something like that? Belle? Yes. As in beauty? You know, it's no wonder that her name means beauty. Okay, shut up. (laughs) Literally, it, it means beauty. I don't understand the point of body glitter, mind you. Or are we still on that? Well, it's the random topic, so we should be talking about it. Body glitter it it makes you look all sparkly. Marking territory. I, I it makes you Good look like your Halloween costumes coated in diamonds. No sand, maybe. I don't. I don't know. I'm just checking with this. Uh, yeah, that doesn't really say why. It can be worn bolder for a more intense look or subtle for a daytime look. Body shimmer. Mm. Did you look up body glitter? Yes. Why did you look up body glitter? Because I, I don't understand why people would do it. And there's a cracked video called um, Clitter, Body Glitter for Your Vagina. <laughs> oh, God. Because that wouldn't be disturbing. Oh, my g- body glitter. Though. How to make body glitter. I'm sorry, horse body glitter. Horse body glitter? I don't know what horse body glitter is. <laughs> is that glitter you put on a horse body? Or is it body glitter made from a horse? I, I, I <laughs> Tape both stencils to either side of your horse using masking tape on the corners of the stencil. So this is putting glitter on a horse. Why would you put glitter on a horse? To make it look sparkly. It's it's the best that I can come up with. Oh, there there is no Wikipedia article about body glitter. Just look up glitter. There should be a Wikipedia article on glitter. There is, but it's just about regular glitter, and it doesn't really say anything about a brief history of glitter done by the New York Magazine. Oh, God, I forgot about the 80s glam rock. 80s glam rock? Yeah, like the... the- oh, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Hang on. I, I got to pull up my email. Oh. Okay. Going back to our guitar talk. Okay. Uh, where did I put it? Where did I put it? What was last week that we recorded? 155. It was May. Okay, here we go. Marilyn Manson. Dream Theater, Dragon Force, Ace of Bass, and Ben Folds are all modern bands that use keytars. Ben Folds uses a keytar? I guess so. No way. Benfolds.org, I'm selling my keytar. So, there. Damn. The readers came to... Not readers. The listeners came to my defense. Oh, Ben Fold Fides playing the guitar on. Je- <laughs> this is ridiculous. Which is something nice to say. If you guys see something, until we have the comment system up, if you guys hear us say something and you're like, wait, no, email us. Let us know. <laughs> oh, yep, there's Ben Folds playing the guitar. Whoa. So there. Oh, well, I have to eat crow now. I think I have to eat now I'm hungry and it's late And we've got over an hour of recording Yes, we're done Okay, Going cool. out with a keytar on body glitter Definitely glam rock Yeah, but get rid of the body glitter And you get rid of glam rock And then you're just stuck with Ben Fold Or Marilyn Manson Or Dragon Force Now you're going to make me listen to Freaking Dragon Force again Goodbye everybody